Welcome to Brown Love, the show where we get real about all the things Latinx communities are talking about on your timeline. Brought to you by Netflix and Contodo. Each week, we'll be talking to Latinos in Hollywood who are making space for our communities to see ourselves. I'm your host, Tasha Polanco. Hollywood struggles to understand Afro-Latinos. For years, I would go to auditions and I'd get asked, so what are you, black or Latina? Um, you mean where I'm from? I'm Dominican. They just didn't get it. But now, we're finally seeing the industry start to acknowledge all the different ways you can be Latinx. And so today, for our first episode of the podcast, we're going to get deep into Afro-Latino identity, confronting anti-blackness in our own communities, and carving out space for yourself when you don't fit the quote-unquote norm. I'm lucky to be joined by two of my favorite Caribbean mommies killing it in Hollywood right now. Selenis Leiva from Orange is the New Black and Yulisa Calderon, who landed her first role on Netflix's new Latinx series, Gentified. We started off our conversation giving Julissa a big congratulations. Gracias. Congratulations. Thank you. How does that feel? Wow. I can't even put it into words. I'm still like, it happened, right? Yeah, we already shot it. It happened, <laughs> Julissa. You're fine. You're fine. But no, it was like, it was definitely a I've arrived moment, you know, like, okay, I've been here. I've been, I've been trying. I've been doing it. And yeah, I, it feels, it feels amazing. Can I curse? You no. can curse on this. Oh, okay. You and don't but say with things. A mí siempre me sale una, so oh, I'm like, so, yeah, don't yeah. worry, girl. <laughs> pero, pero mira, um, today we're going to talk about Afro-Latinidad, what it means to be Latinx and Black, when so many people still think Latinidad is just about, like, looking a certain way, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. About light skin, straight hair. Yeah. Well, I think it's, like, kind of ironic that the three of us that are sitting here are like the representation of everything that supposedly is not or has not been considered to be Latino or Latinx up until this point. Like, this is very rare. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're three Afro-Latinas, Caribbean, Dominican, Dominican-Cuban myself. But you know what I'm saying? Where are you from? Let's tell the audience where are you from, Selenis. I am... Born in the Bronx, BX, and I have a Dominican. Don't know, yeah, BX, the Bronx. It's in New York City. It's in New York, guys. (laughs) It's It's one of the boroughs. um, New York. (laughs) You, it's an outer borough, but it is part of New York. Um, So yes, I was born in the Bronx, raised in the Bronx, and my father is Cuban and my mother is Dominican. Mm. So you're the first generation born here, right? From your family, yes. Yes, immigrants, we do it right, right? We do it right. We do it right. It doesn't have to be white to be right. No. Um, And for you, Julissa, um, let me tell you something about Julissa. I know Julissa for a long time. Where are you from? Uh, I was born in New York in the Heights. Uh, Parents, Lodo Dominicano, but raised in Miami. Yeah, Yeah, Carroll City to be exact. Yes. Hialeah, Miami Dade. Hialeah. Yes, we went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. I know her brothers. Oh yep. um, she's younger than me, and I saw her from a little girl. She's yeah. my sister's age. Yeah. No, I think I'm I think I'm younger than Jessica. You're yeah, oh yeah. younger than Jessica. Um, but we went to the same high school, and now I see her here, and it's just 
it's funny. It's lovely. I mean, we, the beginning of my career, you yeah. and I, yeah. you know, we've been part of the beginning of Netflix yeah. and beginning of my Miami life with you. So seeing this for me, it's kind of like, wow. Wow. That's circle. This so is, cool. This is fucking amazing. Yeah. That where we're at right now. Yeah. So we got to take a moment. <laughs> Let's take a moment, no, ladies. It's so Let's take real. a moment. Hello. It's so real. I told mommy, I was like, what I was doing today. And she was like, hey, Dasha, what I eat So it's so, it's, it's so weird because it's like my mom knows Dasha as like, just Dasha yeah. that used to be around the house that used to come with yeah. with my brothers like so to yeah. see this is like so it's definitely a full circle moment you know what I mean yeah. that's a moment it feels good you got the chills you got it the chills good. it we feels good it. and to speak we about to speak about this at different stages in our lives and careers mm-hmm. what does Afro Latina mean because for me, I never had to use that term. Mm-mm. No, never. And we will speak about how different it is from New York to Miami, mm. right? Um, because in New York, I think when they ask you where are you from, mm-hmm. we usually what? It's what a would, borough. Like for me, it's like where are you from? I'm like the Bronx. You know what I mean? It was never like no, but like, where are you from? What's your nationality? I'm like I'm Spanish. Like it, it, <laughs> it was never like a question. I feel like now we're so, you know, we're living in different times, obviously, and and people are very very stuck on labeling things, mm-hmm. which, you know, in many ways it's good to acknowledge people perhaps that have been um, ignored, right? Not given like a place. But, you know, for me as an Afro-Latina, and I know we can all understand this. What does that mean to you, though? For me, it's like Latin- Afro-Latina is not denying the blackness, not denying that, you know what I mean? Like, where are you from? Like, what's your ancestry? African, you know, uh, Jamaican. Like, it's not just a Spaniard, because we love to, Latinos love to be like, no, porque mi abuelo era español. You know, oh, everybody. Francais, oh, my God. German. Yeah, the, the parents, that's the, that's the older generation. Right. They do that. But, but Nobody do, wants to but talk about. Are they at fault, right? Because it was learned behavior from colonialism. Because people don't understand. Yeah. I think in order for us to evolve, we have to understand that we've had to. Within our countries, yes, we've had these colorism issues, right? Mm -hmm. But we have to understand that it was learned from the moments of colonialism where people came in and told us how we have to look, what has to be done to the people that were already there because people Mm -hmm. existed there. It's not like it was discovered Mm -hmm. that new people were generated. No. And then to coming here and having to fight, where do I fit? Yeah. Where do I fit? Yeah. Because I've never had to do that previously, right? Yeah. Mm -mm. I feel like... Growing up in Miami, I never had to do that. I think it's like when I got to L.A. was when I even learned about Afro, even people saying Afro-Latina. You, you didn't say that in Miami. It's like, like It was, it's interesting, right? And it's crazy because I feel like where in the, where I'm from, the neighborhood that I'm from, it was like you were Latino or you were black. Yeah. There was no like, oh, oh, you look like this. They'll be like, oh, but you speak or Spanish, Chico. Huh? Or you a Chico. Exactly. You a Chico. You a Chico. They're like, oh, you speak Spanish? Within oh, no, you're not community, black. we're yeah. cool with that. It's the outsiders that made it necessary. They, mm-hmm. they, they needed to give us another title. Absolutely. You know, to, for it to make sense. Because exactly. when they look at you, they're like, but you're not Mexican. But why you look like You know, that? yeah, I didn't say I was Mexican. I said I was Latina. <laughs> you know, that's what I got all the time in L.A. specifically. Before Orange is a New Black, I could not get an audition as a Latina mm-hmm. to save my life. Do you know what I'm saying? Because then they would be like, yeah, she's really good. Exotic. But she's so exotic. <laughs> You wow. know what, I mean? what does that mean? What does that what mean? Does that it mean? means you're confused. I never heard a man being called exotic. No. I never, like, it's so interesting. I never thought of that. I no, never but heard, it's true. It's like, like women oh. are considered, but women like us 
colorcito. And everything is like... It's very sexualized. Yeah. And it's like la mulata. Like growing up for me, it was like la mulata. I was la mulata. And when you think about it, la mulata always symbolized, you know, that, that the sexy who will steal your man, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like... What? You know what I mean? From a young age, they were calling you, Ay, mira la mulatica. She's so cute, la mulatica. And you were like, wow, you're sexualizing a child. But at that point, you don't, even realize, realize, you don't right? even realize it. You just no. grow up being like, la mulata. Yeah. You, know? you start calling yourself that and shit. Right. Like, your, new, your first MySpace name Lo is that. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. La negrita. Yeah. yeah. La negrita 257. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to the acting, right, in the mm. industry that we're in, mm. how, how has that Afro-Latina affected your experience. I mean, for Selenis, you've had a long career. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of your career versus now, how has that affected the roles you've gotten? Yeah. Um, and you yourself, like what yeah. you've encountered and what you've had to confront. Right. I think that having the title now, Afro-Latina, right? Like really be part of our narrative, right? The culture, people are talking about it more. I suddenly feel like, okay, I have a place. I belong somewhere at least. Because before, you know, growing up, it was like I didn't see people who look like me. When I saw Lauren Velez for the first time on TV, when I saw Rosie Perez for the first time on TV as a young girl, I was like, they could be my sisters. They could be my cousins. Oh, my gosh. You know, there's hope from people who look like me. Um, I've seen the industry in the last 20 years of being a part of it somehow evolve. But there's still things that... Catching up. Yeah. They're, they're, we're, we're still behind. We're, we're very so behind. behind. You know, Orange is the New Black gave me a platform to be Latina. Like, finally, I was able to say, yeah, I'm Latina. You're Latina. All of us were you Latina. Diane Guerrero. All of us were different, but we were all Latinas. And it was the first time, I think, then the industry kind of went, oh, how interesting. They're all Latinas. <laughs> And they all look different. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, that's who we are. But I think that that's the beauty of a show like ours. You know what I mean? Um, Taking place also in New York. New York is a very specific place where it's like a melting pot really is. Where L.A. is still very, very one very specific look and very specific thing, which is great, but not so great for people like me or you or you. I mean... Again, part of Orange is the New Black was like a phenomenon, mm-hmm. right? It was like the stereotypes. Yeah. And then there was like the diversity. Mm-hmm. And then there was the point from our perspective, right? Because that's what people saw, diversity. But then what we saw was a group of Latinas and then staying true to what Latina meant for us. Mm-hmm. And like saying, well, yeah, we're incarcerated for the storyline, but how are we going to portray this as authentic as we can? Because yeah. this is the first opportunity that we were able to do mm-hmm. this. Tengo un sexto dedo en el pie derecho. She has six toes on her right foot. Oh, viví en una guagua Greyhound por un año. And she lived in a Greyhound bus for a year. Oh, <laughs> mi mamá no me celebró cumpleaños número 13 porque no creí en 13. Her mother doesn't believe in 13 birthdays, so she had to skip it. Number three is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no way! She ain't got no six toes. No, no, she does. I saw that shit oh. once. Oh. It's like a little nugget. That's nasty. That's nasty. No, but whose mommy is crazy enough to make her skip a birthday? Better you seen Blanca on one of her bad days? That shit's in your blood. Coño, nobody's gonna choose the boss because that's normal for everybody? Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like people have totally 
redirected what they yeah. thought. Right. Well, people aren't questioning that I'm Latina anymore. Exactly. Yes. That's the difference. Yeah. Where before, you know, literally there was a casting director who called my agent and was like, you know, your client, the one that looks black but speaks Spanish. And I was like, no, you mean the Latina? You know what I mean? And her thing was like, we really love her, but it doesn't make sense to put her in the Latino family, you know, because we already have the family. And I was like, I don't understand. What is the family? Like, it made me feel like I'm a zebra. Know. You know, My like, family looks like. But that's because we haven't seen it. We still haven't yep. seen it. And we still need to see more yeah. of that. And it's and it has to be done behind the scenes. Yeah. Right. For you, Julissa. Right. Because you're playing Jessica mm-hmm. unhentified. And it's a Dominican girl living in Boyle Heights. Um, and in a Mexican-American community. Seriously, Chris? You're really going through with this shit? Look, I completely understand where you're coming from. No, you don't understand. Welcoming outsiders en masse with open arms like this is pushing people out of their homes and into the tents around every corner. I get it. I've been listening to There Goes the Neighborhood, all right? But Jessica, we need the money. Chris, please. Talk to the organizers. Pull Mama Finas out of the lineup. They already printed up the flyers. Fuck the flyers. We can find other ways to help fundraise for Pop. You think there's only one way to help save the shop, huh? That your only option is selling out your community? My community? We'll see you Sunday. Wait, what does that mean? Guess you'll find out. No, but just tell me right now. You're still here. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm I'm so so excited. I can't wait to see it. I'm excited about that, too. Can you talk a little about how you started and to this point? Well, I first started in Miami. I did like a couple off-Broadway shows. And then I was like, I'm going to Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. And I came here and yeah, same thing. They, I was going, I was getting called in for like African-American girl next door, things like that. And then as soon as I opened my mouth, they'll be like, oh, where are you from? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm from Miami. Because I knew the question, right? But I'm going to let you ask me the correct question. <laughs> I'm going to make question. you real uncomfortable <laughs> um, and make you say it. So where, where, am, um, uh, it was like that. And you're like, Come on, get it out. <laughs> and it was, oh, well, where uh your background? I'll be like, oh, my parents are Dominican. Oh, so you speak Spanish. Yes. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. And it was like, well, damn, should I have not said that? Would I have gotten it? Mm. If you felt, you know what I mean? It was, it was that. And I felt like when I did go in for Latina roles, nobody in the room looked like me. No. Oh, girl. They still don't. What? They, you're right. Girl. There'll be one kind little brown girl. You're like, okay, bueno. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But that that was my thing. It was either I go in for these African-American roles, but my accent was a problem, or I went in for these Latina roles, and I'm a only real brown girl with some kink in my hair. Yeah. And that's a problem, too. Um, but when I went in for Gentified, they were looking for an Afro-Latina. They were looking for a Mexican girl specifically, a black skin mm-hmm. um, from East L.A. And clearly, I'm not a Mexican girl. Mm-hmm. And they wanted her to be real East L.A. And so my accent was to New York. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm from Miami, actually. So how mm-hmm. how you get that? But, you know, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, actually, they passed on me twice because they were like, she's real Dominican. It doesn't make sense. And in the end, I got the role. And they rewrote it to be a girl from... Yep. And Come, there exactly. you I feel can like, we drink some water? Can we just take a Mama little cheers, step? Mama, ah. drink some water. Come on, drink some water. Okay, let's take a moment. Mm-hmm. That deserves it. It should have been some Hydration, because like, we in L.A., honey. Tu me entiendes? No, you don't even get it. Pero you see, that's beautiful. Yeah, they did it. They said I was the perfect person for the role. And that's, I think... 
they're setting the bar for what needs to happen. Like if someone fits that role, do what you got to do to get that person in there. If they're the best person for you the role. You do it all the time yep. for like Caucasian men. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Let's yep. be real. I mean, I've lost roles to Caucasian men. <laughs> I was like, I, there's something I can't do. Yeah. I could do a lot of things, Trust. but I can't play a Caucasian man. <laughs> or maybe I can. I've lost roles to a dog. <laughs> it's like, they just cut the part they out. They just cut the part out. We decided to go with a, with a lab. You. Thank you, though. We appreciate it. bark. <laughs> we decided the Cocker Spaniel was a lot more believable in this role than a Latina. I got it. I got oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Julissa, I wanted to ask you a question about the role of uh, Jessica on Hentified and what is her arc and what are the struggles that she's facing mm. throughout? Um, so first, Jessica is a Dominican girl in this Mexican community um, and she is a queer girl and her girlfriend is Mexican. So there's all these like arrows pointing at her of her being like, well, I don't fit into this Mexican community really the family because the community she's embraced it and they've embraced her but this family is bueno I, here's this una muchacha negra and then mm. she's also queer she's dating our daughter or her granddaughter like I, I don't understand how could you step to pop like that he asked me to come talk to him what was I supposed to do hmm? say no I mean it would have been better than yelling at him I wasn't yelling at him Anna I was trying to talk to him, and then thing one and thing two jumped in and came at me like I was being court-martialed. And then you joined the fucking battalion, and y'all treated me like I'm some angry black girl? Let's be real. Your family has never accepted me. Jessica, that's just my mom. No, it is not. No, it's not. It's that struggle, right? So it's, it's also the anti-blackness mm -hmm. and also the sexuality. Yep. Yep, she's dealing with both of those things. And she knew when she was young. She knew from the beginning that she was a queer girl and that she loved women. Like, Jessica is proud of who she is. She doesn't hold back. I would find me and her similar in so many different ways. She's strong and she embraces everything about it, whether she has backlash from her girlfriend's family or not. She stands on her own two feet and is proud of it. Let's talk about within our community, though, within our Dominican community, mm. the anti-blackness. Okay. Listen, I go home and I'm like, what up, black people? And everybody's like, Julissa. And I'm like, get for it. And they're like, you always coming with some shit. And I'm like, with some real shit? Because yeah. that's all I'm saying. Yeah. But that's, and it's it's that. It's the whole, and it stems down from like our parents' parents and our parents' parents' mm -hmm. parents. It's just like that. But we're, I feel like we are the generation that are kind of breaking that, which is great. At least trying to break it. And having it. a platform to yeah. do it. Yeah, and, and having the platform to do it. For me, with the Cuban side and the Dominican side, it's always been a battle, you know, because I'm one of the darker ones in the family. You know, there's a lot of different colors and shades, but you know, growing up, I was like going pelo malo, you know, with the wide nose, with this, and made to feel as if everything about me was wrong. Mm. Like everything about me was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Where the cousins had the lighter hair or the, you know, pelo bueno, like all these things, you just, and you grow up believing it. 
Yeah. You grow up believing Absolutely. that. Absolutely. There, there because is something very powerful. I don't think it's powerful. malicious. It's no, not. It's, sans- it's something that you hear. Like, mira, se metió con... con mira, arregla la raza. Uh-huh. Arregla la raza. Tú, raza. Tú, tú vas a seguir dañando. Yeah. It was yeah. everything like, fix the race, fix yep. the race, yeah. fix the race. Mira qué lindo, blanquito, con los ojos azules. Yeah. Yeah. Don't matter, yeah. he's a crackhead. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the bomb in the corner. He could, Pero play, like, people, people, he could play you a thousand times, girls. He could be you. Because he got blue eyes. He got blue eyes. You're going to make cute ass babies. It's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy how it how it was like that and and even like my grandma's sisters would always be like Julissa you not gonna go to the salon and I'll be like why what's wrong yeah like yes. what you, what's what's the problem but they always had it's always been because like that part of the and then I think too I'm like y'all always are claiming the Spaniard part of it. I'm like. I don't want to be una, un conquistador. Like, that's what you want to be? Why are we why are the we repping that? I know the pe- those people. we shaking our ass to the African beats. Right. Yes. Where the that comes drums. from. Mm-hmm. We're doing palo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, we're doing all of it. Come on. La santería and all, and all that stuff. Where, where does that come from? from? Yeah. yeah. It comes from Africa. And it's sad, but I feel like if we keep talking about it and keep instilling that into all the generations to come, well, the older people, they die now. I know that's bad to say that, but it's true. <laughs> I say it all the time. Listen. Ustedes se van a ir. Ustedes se van a morir. And then we're going to be all right. We're going to start. We, we learning. Like that grandma. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I'm just saying, like, luckily my grandma. Grandma was like my grandma was the blanca and mm-hmm. she married the moreno. Okay, that was that. But uh, her sisters were all dark. She was the only white one, and she had the, the her mentality was different. Her mentality was like, "Wow, look at all my sisters, and I'm the yeah. only one that looks like this." And she'll call them the morenitos in our family. And it's funny because your brother has green eyes. My brothers are the complete opposite. Yes, so one of them has green eyes. Yeah. That's normal though. Yes. But that's normal in, in our culture, in our homes. Yeah, that's but people normal. still my my mom, they're only 10 months apart, right? Mm. Yeah, my brothers are Same too. Same mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um and my mom well, there's one thing about them Caribbeans <laughs> and Dominicans. You know they, yeah. they know how to get down. Yeah. Like, you got the clearance from the doctor, let's go. <laughs> No, ¿cómo que se dice? No había televisión. No, there was no Netflix. Yeah, but my mom would have both of them and they would always ask my mom if she was the nanny to the white one. Oh, that's I get that with my daughter when I first like, did your mom, I get that. Like, yeah. I get that. Girl, I get that. Like when my daughter was born, everybody, it was like the Lion King moment, like, oh, like because she was white. Like, she came out, like, what their version of beauty is, which is fair, beautiful, flowy hair. Like, her features are just right. Everything is small and petite and cute. And the porcelain, la niña de porcelana sí. is what they call my oh, my child. Wow. So my family was like, oh, you know, it was a big deal. And I was like, okay, I'm glad she, you know, she's like, I'm to your liking. And then when I would take her to school, they were like... Um, none of the parents would talk to me. It was just the nannies. And the nannies would talk to me in Spanish. They were like, oh, how long have you been taking care of her? I was like, at this point, about five years. (laughs) She came out of me and they were like, since her daddy put her little sperm (laughs) on me. They're literally like, like, it's insane. And kids would ask my, my daughter, will you adopt it? I was like, listen. And it goes to show how much this affects our insecurities our confidence how much we love oh ourselves God. you know how much we feel not part of did stuff. you grow up loving yourself hell fucking no no neither did hell i no. definitely not my hair i used Listen, to hate my hair my hair my nose my oh, lips my, hair my was butt cur- 
Everything. Come on. We, que si el de rizado. Mm -hmm. Que si. Todos los sábados. Okay, you had to be in the salon. Rolo. You know what they say, wash and set. I was like, los rolo, the mm -hmm. blower. It was a mission. Like, Saturday mornings was about cleaning and getting your hair on point. Yes. And what they would <laughs> tell me about saying? food, the too. The whole day. About food was another thing, too. Like, yeah. mira, no coma mucho. No coma mucho, que tú estás comiendo mucho. And, and it's something that it was just culturally like, oh, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, You didn't think about it. No. Until you got older and you realized, oh, that's that not okay. Me. It, but it affects you. It yeah. really does. And for a long time, for me, even when I went to high school, I went to high school performing arts and, you know, walking around feeling less than because of everything that I had been conditioned to believe of myself. And then going to a school where I didn't see anyone who looked like me. No one looked like yeah. me. And my butt was big. And they were like, oh my God, your butt is so big. Now and now everybody's paying. Everybody's like, well, back to Can the I high school reunion, everybody got a butt. They used to I was call like, me oh, girl. bubble butt, lizard yes. lips. And I used to fucking wear baggy pants and put a long shirt. Yeah. I used to get called DSLs. Oh, yeah, all the time. Oh, I mean, but I do have them right. DSLs. Yeah. But I'm like, now I think about it. When, when I'm a, ready. When I was, <laughs> I'm ready. They ready. <laughs> I know how to embrace it. Yeah, what? When I was I'm a ready. kid, I didn't know how to embrace it, though. Now I'm like, yeah, they used to say I had DSLs. Now, but again, when I was a kid, over-sexualizing us. Yes. Like, even from a young age, it's just really I was in seventh up. grade. I remember that. In seventh grade, que yo sabía de esa vaina? I mean, exactly. yo sabía. It was in but seventh grade. Like, I wasn't doing that. I was not doing that. And so to say that and to think that and me be ashamed, I remember I would be, I was like, Oh my God, why she said that I have those? Like, yeah. maybe they're big. Like that. And it's probably, she got that from her house, in yeah, her household. Yeah. Big booty, big lips. That's the whatever problem. it is. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing to be able to talk about this and realize how much we need to embrace this and how much it's important. How not only yourself, but embracing where you're from. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. I know we talk a lot about, and I wanted this, this to be positive, like looking mm -hmm. at the glass half full. Yes. Right? Going into a new decade saying, you know what? Because This is. is a movement. Mm -hmm. This is... But we've come a long way from a little country, from islands in the Caribbean to a huge country to fighting against so many different things against us, right? And to being here and having like a voice and being able to embrace it and being proud of being Dominican because now being Dominican is a thing. I mean, we've seen the crossover of music. We see mm -hmm. the terms. We mm -hmm. see the, yep. the style. People going over there to get their yep. bodies yep. done. Yes. We were born with our bodies mm -hmm. done, you know? So it's like, there's something shifting about that, about being, yo, it's cool to be Dominican. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Our country, the Dominican Republic, we have that swag, all right? We have that essence. Mm -hmm. We bring something that, I don't know. And, <laughs> you can't touch it. And let's take a moment to speak about that pride of where we're from, mm -hmm. right? We're all Dominican, whether born, whether or not here, mm -hmm. whether first generation, mm -hmm. whether second. Mm -hmm. What makes you Dominican? Mm. I would say for me is um it's it's my it's my charisma, it's my funny. I think that the reason I have the humor that I have and the way that I spit and I'm witty, it comes from it comes from being Dominican. Like you go over there and los chamaquitos te dicen tres cosas and you and you're like, wait, what? How how you yeah, know that fast. at the age of like four, right? Very smart, and very alert. Very, very alert, very smart. And so I think, you know, my parents passed that on to me and going over there and going there summers mm -hmm. and all of those things, like it, it gravitates to you. But more like how we were saying all of the things that our parents instilled in us and our grandparents instilled in us, my mom and my grandma instilled in me that being Dominican was amazing. They were so proud of it. Mm -hmm. And so because they were proud, I was like, 
I'm Dominican. That's always. Right. I never negated it. I was always so excited about saying that. Even, mm-hmm. even when people didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, let me show you and let me yeah. teach you what it is. Because we, we people lit. didn't always know. <laughs> no, they didn't. They You're didn't. Right. They well, really Miami, didn't. I feel like... Everybody, well, maybe in Miami, New York. In New York, too. But for New York, it was more like, you know, the, it was made fun of. Because, you know, I grew up at a time where it, we didn't have a lot of Dominicans. We had more Puerto Ricans. I grew up with a lot of Puerto Ricans in the Bronx. Um, we had like a, a couple of Mexicans here and there, but the majority were Puerto Ricans. Yeah. And their whole thing was, well, at least we're here legally. You know, we're citizens. You need a passport. I was like, no, I was born here. So come again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, or, you know, you don't wear socks. Uh, yeah, I do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, you're dumb in a can. Uh, I was like, you know that's corny. That's just corny. corny. No damn sense. You know what I'm saying? But so now I think it's it's different. Now there is a swag. Now our music is being heard. Our music is being celebrated. Santo Domingo, La República Dominicana has a huge, huge film industry. Huge. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? That's exciting. There's so many things that I feel that our culture has. Our people have like, you know what it is to know that you have a hustle in you. Mm. There is something about Dominicans that we will make with what you give us. And whether we're going to make it. Whether it's selling patelito, eh, patelito, empanada, peso, en la esquina. But I think that's like like part of being Latino, period. Yes. Like, Latinx people hustle. Latinx people hustle. You know, how many times do you go, you know, in the the trains, you're like walking past a train and there's a woman there. I I don't know what time, crack of dawn, whether she's Mexican, whether she's from Guatemala, whatever she's Dominican. They're just living. They do what they have to do. Water bottles at the last. Whatever. Whatever. It's about coming here because we come in here as Latinos, as immigrants, Mm -hmm. to get that dollar. Mm -hmm. We come in here to work. You can generalize as much as you want. Mm-hmm. But when the facts speak, when the facts speak, we're very profitable and oh, we're yeah. about our yes. money. I, we're we about work. our hustle. And you know what? Yes, we've had differences within our own world. That's it's right. a time right now where what the experience that we have is allowing us to say, yo, we here and we standing up and we're not going nowhere. Yeah. We, we're going to make the same money. We're making money. And, and our stories are going to be told. Yes. Yep. You're going to hear our stories because you know what? It's about time that people that the Latino, the Latinx community understand that there's not, it's just not one Latinx story, narrative. And for the most part, and this is not about division, but for a long time, especially in Hollywood, it was very, you know, Mexican oriented, like, or Mexican American, or, you know, which is fantastic. I'm not, the thing, when you start talking about wanting a piece of the pie, people start thinking that you want to take away their pie. For real. And I'm like, no, it's not about that. It's just about, can we make room at this table? Can we make there a is. pie of blueberries, apples, right, and Right, but can we make a little <laughs> bit of room at the table? Yep. You know, that's all we're asking for. Your story is just as valuable as our story. Mm-hmm. And holding the door you know open I mean? for somebody is not going to close the door for I you. I always Thank say you. that. I'm Do like, you understand? We won't be able to, nosotros todos somos dominicana. We could all go out for the same role. Yep. It doesn't matter if we all study the same lines together and we're like, let me help you. Let me help you. Let's do this. When we but go in that room, of, we're gonna kill. Of, there's been a sense of fear when it comes to that. Like there's only enough. Oh my god! And no. In the Latino I'm gonna tell community, you yes, man, we fear that so much. It's like, well, if she comes up, damn, then it. I'm gonna lose How? my spot. Yeah. And it's not that. Yeah. Think about it. The more of us that are working, the more stories that are being told, our stories. It's like, well, the more they're gonna have to produce more stuff. Right. Supply and demand. They're gonna want more of it. Mm-hmm. We've had different um, trajectories as everybody else, but in our careers, right, as Dominican people, Mm -hmm. as Dominican women, we're taught always to 
worry about the next and the future. And oh my God, and oh my God, I mean, chacha, algo seguro, we need security. Yeah. El cuarto, el dinero, the money, what's coming, what's the next move? we know what it's had like not to have it. Yeah. So the one moment that we're here, that we're actually actresses, we're that there. we have yeah. a career, <laughs> we're like, girl, I know I have this, but I'm worried about the next. I know. We would have these conversations all the oh, time on set. I feel like oh, that sometimes. I'm like, Julissa, embrace it. Be in the moment. Be in love the moment. it. Absorb it. But it's it is. It's hard. It's it's coming from the place that we know of that we're like, uh-uh, we ain't going back. Let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah. But how do we keep going? We keep going by making sure that our stories continue to be produced. Mm-hmm. We we have to write, we have mm-hmm. to direct, right. we have to yep. produce. We can't just be like, oh, okay, I'm so happy they wrote for me this time. Because oh, no, guess what? Not. They might not write for you for another 10 years. Mm-hmm. So what do you do in this position, in this position of power? Use your platform. Figure out a way to make sure that you continue to be relevant. Mm-hmm. That's what we Latinos have to continue to do. That's what us Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, whatever you want. We have to continue to evolve. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nowadays you can't just be like, oh, I'm an actor. No, you better be more than just an actor. I'm a producer, I'm a writer, I'm a director. If you, if you cook the whole thing. And then for the next day. Yeah. And give it to your neighbor. Yeah. All right. You know, it's like you have to be involved. You have to put your hands and we are able to do that. We are able, absolutely capable and talented enough yeah. to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And it is important that people hear that. Mm-hmm. And for us to also put each other in our project. Yes. That's another Hello. thing. I can't make some of them be like, boy, no, let me put all of these people. It's like, well, then what the hell am I doing? Because yes, exactly. then I'm going in reverse and I'm you doing know, exactly what Hollywood has already been doing yeah. instead of opening exactly. up a new lane. You know who does a great job at that? And I experienced that um, from the perspective of my career. Ava did that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like I'm putting all my people. I'm going to continue to put my Absolutely. people. But at the end of the day, it's just a learning lesson for me that I have to be present, that I have to get educated enough to know that I have the capacity mm-hmm. of being able to direct, to produce, to mm-hmm. write, to use you, to use you. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's work. Let's team up. Let's yeah. team. We're, oh, you Mexican? Let's do a story about Dominican and yeah. Mexicans. Yes. Puerto Ricans, come on. We love each That. The unification mm-hmm. is very important. Yeah. Absolutely. There's one thing about Dominican Republic that we all can connect in is our music, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have, for those that don't know, we have two genres that we've created, Mm. okay? And that's bachata. Bachata. Mm -hmm. Which was like, oh. You couldn't dance it back in the day. Honey, that's... Mio, esa musica. It was from, oh my God, which is, for those that don't know, bachata is like what Romeo Santos fused, what he used, inspiration. But there's like Anthony Santos, the... Claro. The the real, like, when it was from, you know, from the cabarets, okay? Yeah. And merengue. Yeah. Right? What is one of your favorite songs from DR? Or or for Cuba, too, you know? Somebody that represents the Afro-Latino, yeah. that you feel like that music. Anthony Santos, like every day, voy pa' allá, voy a buscar <laughs> la mujer que me... I wanted to dance, damn it. Uh-huh. Listen, that, you could, I could always hear that. I don't care where I'm at. And I'm like, what? Mm. what? Who's, There's something who's playing about that? Music. What's going on? I mean, we've had moments yeah. where we just feel it in our blood, mm-hmm. right? What's a, what's a song that... I mean, I just think of like growing up with Fernandito Villalona, like mm. hear, hearing like, you know, that and being a, a really like I was a little girl and we were in the in the Dominican Republic and he was performing. 
And I remember just watching him and being like, you know, like mesmerized at the sound, at the the energy. You know, there's something beautiful about our people when they perform. You know what I'm saying? De mis raíces, yes. no puedo olvidarme. <laughs> Listen, so oh my God. This, it so does good. it does something to you, right? It makes you even prouder. It makes you smile. Look at yeah. when you said that. I already was like oh, excited yeah. to Promo. talk about it. <laughs> it gives you that. It's, good it's stuff. that oomph. I can't even explain it. Yeah. It's like something about the music that makes you feel alive. Yeah. When Especially I think about my when, Cuban side, I think oof. about like La Lupe. Oh my you know, God. La Celia, you know. Yeah. That's my lady. I love her. Oh, I love her so much. Yeah. Oh, she was. Listen, oh, yeah. I was watching videos because I love salsa. I love, I love some salsa. salsa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Póngale música because that's what she, she's like. What's going Pero, on? Mira, let me tell you. So I saw videos of Celia cuando era eh, eh, Johnny. Eh, Pacheco, Pacheco, when they would the, go that they performed in Africa. La Fania. Oh yes. my God. When she got on stage, she honey. She was like, vamos. They were rehearsing. Que, que. Yeah. Well, she had something to prove, right? Yo, all these men. And, and the she was respect. a woman, yeah. yeah. When she got on that stage, yeah. she held it. Like that. Yeah. Todo mundo con su instrumento. El director, it was like, vámonos. Yeah. In Africa at that yeah. time. Yes, Africa. Yes. Okay? That was a beautiful performance. Well, she was dark she was skin, be, she a was black, ahead of her time. Cuban yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. She was okay? ahead of her time because she embraced her blackness. Yeah. Like, to hear that in that time. Yeah. Honey. My English Unheard is not very good looking. And you English got to play her. Yeah. Look at that. Did you yeah, really? I did. Yes. I you got to. Yeah. I see mi amor. Yes, I got to do an off-Broadway show for nine months in New York. And then we went to Tenerife where she broke a world record of most people in attendance. So I got to perform there. Oh. Um, and every night just being like, dun, 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 I was like, ooh, it's on. <laughs> the incense. Yeah, that I was amazing. like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So it was like really, you know, we're just so, we are so, so good blessed and so powerful and I mean it goes to show when you love when you embrace what you do when you take risk when you move forward and you're like I'm gonna risk it and I'm gonna be mm-hmm. I don't care what happens can nobody stop us that being said I wanted to ask you Seleni on your future projects I heard that you've been working on a book yes I want to hear a little bit about it Selenis. tell me please I'm excited the book is called My Sister, and it comes out in March. Yes, girl. I so I added author to my uh, to my list. Multifaceted. Oh, yeah, exactly. You got to get multifaceted. So the book is co-written by myself and my sister Marisol. And Marisol is transgender. She's a transgender woman. And what we wanted to do was share our story in both voices as a cis woman and a trans woman and and talk about the different experiences that she was going through as she transitioned and the experiences that I was going through as she transitioned and the family, because when we talk about transgender people or people in the LGBT community, we usually don't include the family. You know, we don't share that side. There's also a huge psychological process for the family and the people around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The book is basically shedding light on 
what it was like for her as she was transitioning and what it was like for us as a family transitioning, supporting her. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Because it wasn't always perfect because we're not claiming to be perfect. I made a lot of mistakes. I used a lot of wrong pronouns in the beginning. I felt that I was losing a sibling, a sibling that I grew up feeling this is the person that I know. Now I'm going to lose that person. Do you know what I mean? There's a mourning, a, a, a real mourning that you go through when someone that you love is transitioning and, and you don't know. So now this, yeah. hopefully this is a book that will educate people, wow, I just got show you empathy so for people. No, you know I what see, I mean? I'm so this, excited. So this yeah, no, I'm really never, excited and about it. And we do, it. we hear the stories of the person going through it. We don't hear but what, what about happens the family. The, yeah. And what happens and really in that, in, that in the Latino community? And we're just starting to accept it in our Latino communities because in our Latino communities, yeah. let alone, you know, LGBT and going through the process yeah. and sexuality, it's like, no. But there are a lot of people in our community that take part in that quote in unquote, the unknown, in the activities, but won't say, but it. Won't say that they're gay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I, I know from just talking to other trans people and other just people in the community, yeah. in the LGBT community where you're like, no, you know, not not everybody identifies mm -hmm. as queer, but there's certainly willing to partake you know what i mean exactly. so there's a lot of that we talk about and the certain, abuse that yes, that um, yes. trans women go through writing this book has been one of the hardest things sorry i wasn't expecting mm -hmm. that one of the hardest things i think that i had to go through and see my sister go through but it's a celebration i'm getting emotional for many reasons for the reason of it's a celebration and also for the reasons of the heartache and the honesty that we had to put into this book and feeling really naked. Vulnerable. I feel very vulnerable. The, the idea that this book is coming out, as excited as I am, it's scary. No. Because we are being so transparent. And it's scary for me, but my sister Marisol... I can't even begin to tell you how she has motivated me to just be a better person. I just want people to empathize. You don't have to, you don't have to agree. You don't. But mm -hmm. you should respect. Always. You have Do you to know just, what I'm saying? Yo, live your life. Live mind your, your life business, and let everybody live accept theirs. Accept people for who they are. We should not fear for no. speaking our truths. Right. Okay, I want Living you to take this moment. Truth. Take Living this moment truth. and what a beautiful opportunity you're bringing to mm -hmm. many out there that yeah. need to hear this yeah. that have never heard it that yeah. need to experience this along yeah. with you yeah, yeah. And i'm hoping to give those families that are going through that almost like a reference book and i think it's important to say we are children of immigrants you know latinos uh in the bronx like that wasn't you know we didn't grow up understanding like trans today is like a thing like people are talking about it more there's shows about it there's people that are successful winning awards and all this stuff but let me tell you something that was not the case just a decade ago 10 years ago that was not a thing so and especially I mean in women our are community, fighting for rights still now right still. especially in so our community like, yeah. so yeah. I think that there is something to be said I'm so you know I'm also I look at my parents and I, I have to give it to them and be like you know my mother's this Catholic woman una Dominicana Catolica and she was like that's my child Mm. Wow. That's my daughter. That's, that's my child. So if my pioneer. mother, that's you know what, that's a pioneer. Wow. So, so that's what we're really excited about the book. And we're hoping and praying that through our struggles and everything that we had to go through and everything Marisol had to go through and my parents and my siblings, somebody's life 
will be saved. Because people in the LGBT community, trans people in general right now, if they don't have the support, like a home base, where do you turn? Exactly. Where do you turn? Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping that this means that people will read it and and feel like there's there's empathy. And look how your you family and yourself saved yeah. saved one life already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Your sister Marisol, yeah. which is beautiful, such yeah. a beautiful person. Yeah. Um, to have seen her. Yeah. Evolve. Evolve. Such a beautiful thing. I can't wait. I better get my copy. Yes, also, you got the advanced copy of my sister. I should have gotten my advanced copy. Manda my own. It's time for some brown love. It's a segment, but I like it because it's juicy. Mm-hmm. It could be fun. It could be serious. You could take it wherever you want to take it. It's called Brown Love. Mm-hmm. And Julissa, you might recognize the name Brown Love from Gente Five. Mm-hmm. But for everyone else, it's the name of the relationship podcast that one of the characters on the show listens mm-hmm. to. On it is two Chicanas from the L.A. area talking about life and love in the Latinx community. So we thought that we would ask you a little bit about your lives and how you get down in your love life. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you, you guys two, didn't three. tell me this ahead of time. Who <laughs> cleared this? Y'all I already know put your a little status. something extra in these water <laughs> okay. drinks. Some, what if you want the, the truth. <laughs> so, first off, what is your relationship status? Uh, I'm in a relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's complicated? No. <laughs> I love complication. Tell me all. <laughs> I feel alive like that. That means it's fun. (laughs) What's your relationship status? Fun. (laughs) F-U-N. It's a fun house. Fun. That's my status. Fun. I like it. In the era of social media. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. I want something. Okay. DM slides. They slide into the DM a lot, right? Really? They've been sliding into a lot of things a lot. Um, But what's a crazy DM slide? A pick. Oh, you had a pick? Oh, I've, several. I, I've, had, like, I've had know, like I don't one pick. Them. Yeah. yeah, why is it? It's like unsolicited picks. Like, yeah. just picks of that's body parts. To me. That's that turns thirsty. me off. Yeah. A dude that thinks like I want to like, see do his you dick. Think I, like, I don't want to see gonna, a penis. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not okay. <laughs> Guys, it's not okay. It's Stop never. it. Sometimes it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask for it. Is this I yours? I'm going to look at this real quick, but I ain't asked him for it. But you want to look at this real quick? <laughs> it could be a screenshot. Yeah, I, I've had one of those. Not a lot. Um, I've had, like, you know, these athletes, they be sliding in the DMs. For them. real? Yeah, I think they always do that. I think that's, oh. like, a that's like their thing. But I've had my fair share with one person that was an athlete, and I did that already. So I'm like, oh, that, we, we know. Next. We you know, know what, what I mean? that's about. We know yeah. what that's about. Unfortunately. Why do athletes have that reputation, though? Like, why? Because they keep girl. doing it. Because, girl, come on now. Don't act like you That's don't why know. She's like, I don't know why, but I, 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 I like, of course, it's instilled. I, I get more of like, hit, like rappers. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to try something else. Like, give me a rock and roller or a country <laughs> guy. 
Why are they gonna? What, what are they gonna do different? I just want to try like a white boy. I don't know. Have you ever tried That's a white? Can I white ask boys don't you like now? me. White boys yes, don't like me. Do. White boys don't like me neither. They like you, Selenis. But I they, know your truth. <laughs> I know you're what true. What do you do? I embrace everything. Status is fun. <laughs> My status is fun. <laughs> I also feel like, you know what, though? I don't like white boys either. So I'm well, like, that's cool because we don't like each other. Yeah, I haven't. Mm -mm, I don't. I don't discriminate. I remember one time in high school <laughs> in American, I was talking to this boy and my mom made mofongo. So I took some out to him. And he was like, what is that? Uh -uh. I was yeah. like, that's how, you know how good Mofongo is? Yeah, you were like, come Mofongo. on, like, who doesn't like Mofongo? Yo, he never talked to me again because, like... Good. You ain't want to talk to I him either. You ain't want to talk to him either. I just really liked his if car. If he can't handle Mofongo... <laughs> I just really liked his car. But if he can't handle Mofongo, he can't handle no dashabala. You know oh. what I mean? He can't, he can't handle no queso frito, okay. salami. <laughs> salami. No plátano ahí. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> real. Next. Okay? <laughs> come on. I'm I'm down for whatever. I'm That's good. Good for you. I want it from every continent. Unless it's un blanquito dominicano que me, tú sabes, tiene labia and he's going to talk me out of my panties. Listen, girls. I have a boyfriend, though. What's the next question, Dasha? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This is all... This is just plain. This, this is, is for fun. <laughs> um, do you have a fetish story or a story that you've encountered that you're like, what in the world was that? Like, A lot of people online like like have foot fetishes yeah. and so I get a lot of foot requests you don't like feet are you I one of those I think that's the weirdest thing in the world right one time I was <laughs> this guy was giving me like a massage and he started sucking my toes I was like and I, I kind of like did you kick him in the a face little you did bit, a little bit a yeah. little bit like it was like that out of his mouth and he was like what's up I'm like what are you doing <laughs> and he's like oh, you have, you know your toes and I'm like first of all I got ugly toes you so got to be really even... into the person to Ugh. do that I don't want to touch anybody's feet That's you disgusting. could touch mine but I'm not going to touch yours oh you I'm like tell you that I like I have to like him a lot oh, you know what I'm yeah. saying there's certain things that you do with people that you really really if you're really into somebody girl there are no, you know, she's limits. Fine. There's no I limits when you really into somebody. Is fine. <laughs> and there's nothing like hygiene when it comes to it, honey. Oh, hello. Well, let's talk about that real quick. Miss Hashtag, I smell good. All the time, baby. Uh, we've <laughs> had conversations about this all Girl, the time. No, it doesn't even make sense. If I don't, I always feel like I get compliments on how I smell. I'm like, shouldn't everybody get shouldn't compliments? Shouldn't everybody be clean? Honey? Like, this and is first what you of should all, smell like. You should floss. Floss. Ooh. And clean that like, tongue. I don't want to make out with you exactly. You know how many people I hate Scrub when you take Let me tell, let me tell. Let me tell the world on social media because we've had this conversation. <laughs> Stop taking out your tongue and you have mad tartar Ay, on it. Está blanco. Okay? Use hygiene. Use a brush, a tongue cleaner. And a tongue scraper. Come on. I hate and I, all, this, all the girls. Yes, girl. I got you. Do you understand? It's like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Don't be sliding in my DM and you haven't brushed your teeth. Okay. <laughs> It's time to play a little game. This game that I want to play, it's about being Dominican. Mm. And the game is called, How de lo mio are you really? Ooh, let's okay? go. And what we do here is as Dominicans, we're very creative with our language. So I'm going to say a term. Mm -hmm. And you're going to tell me what it means. Oh, okay. 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 Vamos. Que lo que. Oh, uh, what's up? Trash can. Safacon is a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> what are, what are you supposed to call it? What Basurero would they say? or something? Or... Basurero. 
Yeah, but can I tell you something about Dominican words that people don't understand also? <laughs> um, I was looking up Dominican words one time and I'm like, yo, mm -hmm. where does this come from? And it comes from our Taino roots. Yes. Mm -hmm. The Arawak Indians, which are here, they also came up with their own language yeah. that people think it's, you know, within our Latin American community, they're like, oh, Dominicans, that's not proper Spanish. No, it's, it yeah. is, it's our native language. Uh, a ching is, comes from the Taino language. Yes. Huracan comes from Taino yeah. language. It's but a let's lot also know that we do invent stuff too. Of course. Oh, you know, which, which is my favorite. Because like, my daughter, like, literally came back and like, you know, she was in school when she started school, she'd come home pissed off. She'd be like, mommy, you told me that this means this. And I was like, because it does. And she was like, that's not what, you know, Miss Hernandez said. And I was like, where's Miss Hernandez from? And she's like, de España. I was like, well, you tell her that, her that people, in the Bronx, this is what we, we say. say. What was it? Como es the, the heating thing. El eting. El eting. Because el eting comes from where? The steam. The steam. Yeah, the steam. El etin. El etin. El etin. So my daughter's like, yeah, the steam. And they what, were like, what's the proper what? way for that? Because I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I forgot, but Calefacción. I was so mortified. And I, I, Calefacción. La Calefacción. Wow, Hello, so I said Spanish. I had to take Spanish because they wouldn't let me. But there was like something else that she's, she was like, oh, La China. <laughs> or like little things oh, that she would be like. Porque él es español castellano. Castellano. Yeah. yeah. What about this? Fuku. This Fuku. 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 I don't know what that is. All right, I'm going to tell you. Oh, I, I don't do know, know what Fuku means. Fuku, tiene un fuku, una sal. It's like when you have like that evil, like when you have like oh, that. like a juju, like, like a, a bad juju. juju. Yeah. Oh. Esa mujer tiene un fuku, mi amor. Oh, wow. Damn, that's How from the island, island. Yeah, Eso es de la, de, de lo más. Es una fuku que tiene. De la montaña. Yo uh, Tú me entiendes. Veinte libres. I know a lot of people que tienen fuku. Fuku. <laughs> <laughs> Fuku. <laughs> or you're like, just fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, excuse me, did you say fuck you? I'll be like, no, no, no. Like, no, 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 I didn't say that. What about um, Sanky Panky? Oh, I know what that is. You know, aren't we proud of I it? I love it. I know, too. I know it's so bad. Wait, like the Sanky Panky girls or the Sanky Panky places? There's boys There's too now. Boys let, it too. Know, let it be and known. Yes. Sanky Panky is someone that, you know, you could go have a little bit of fun with. Yeah. You got you to gotta, you gotta have a little bit of piss change. You know what I'm saying? To give them. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's how a Sanky Panky, you go to DR. Mm -hmm. Walk the beach. You walk the beach and you try to get your visa. That's how you get your visa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're a male or you, you, you marry whoever you, you could get. You better be careful. We're giving you we giving you a free game right here. Don't think that they're really in love with you after two days. Like, and you are the love of their life. They want that visa. They want their papers. You guys make fools of yourselves. <laughs> I've seen it. I've been the one judging you, <laughs> sipping my drink, going, mira, 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 mira el viejo. He thinks, he thinks she really wants him. Well, okay. that be, what's a chapeadora? Oh, choppy choppies. A choppies, that's more of a, a girl's that's term, a right? Girl's that's for term. women. But they're and here too. But, but and the, oh, choppies are everywhere. They're, they're worldwide. <laughs> choppies are not just Dominican. No, okay, absolutely they are not. like choppies worldwide. Is, yeah, they're yeah. trying to get that, you know, what can I get out of you? Are you going, hello? I need I this bag. Money. I need my rent paid. I need this bill paid. I need this, like. It's financial, yeah. financial obligations. You're going to be fulfilling your financial <laughs> obligations. And I'm a, a maybe I'll do a little thing, but. We getting your money. Yeah. Money. And for the last one, mm -hmm. la última is la pampara. La, la pampara. pampara. I almost I feel I like it sounds like something. Where you got these words from, Dasha? Honey, I'm always like, I stay la relevant. Pampara. 
say in Jamaican. Like, yeah, what are the new terms y'all just made like, up yesterday? Damn. Bajé con trenza. Oh, I Bajé heard con trenza. I actually Bajé. just heard this. When you I was, see? But I was in New York a, a few weeks ago. What I told That's you. Bajé con trenza. Tú bajaste con trenza, Julissa. What? Tú sabes, miren, okay. señores. Seleni, tú bajaste con trenza y una gorra especial, mi amor. Eh, Look un flow, un flow heavy duty. ¿Qué es lo que? <laughs> I want to take the time to thank you. This was so much fun. Yes. I'm so proud of you guys. We have so much to do after. We'll keep this going. Yes. But embrace it. Yeah. Be present. And just live in the moment. Yes. Be Forget present. about everything that's against us and let's embrace everything that's for us. Absolutely. Okay. It's a great way to go out. I like it. <laughs> you like it? Yeah. So you love it? What a great time. I love you guys. Is, Thank you so much. We have to do a brindis. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. let's do it. And what I want us to do is that while we do the brindis, I also want us to make an affirmation or a wish to our Latin community for the next decade. Mm. Oh, I like that. Okay. Well, good, because I have... Mira. Mira. Listen, not the dress. Yes, not the dress. But she did it. She did that, though. It's okay. You know what? That means money. You know what? That means money. Hold on. Let me get a little more. I'm putting it on the other hand, Let me tell you something. If there's one thing about us, anything that happens, yo, that means money. That means money. Eso palo muerto. Eso palo muerto. They needed it. They needed it. They needed it. Mi amor, toma. I'm going to leave the champagne on my hands because then I'll feel rich all day. Okay. Just like somebody can look at the back of your ear. <laughs> My pheromones. My pheromones. <laughs> a little bubbly. A little, a little bubbles. All right. Oh, ladies, this is lovely. Thank you so Salud, much, girls. Dinero y amor. Salud, dinero y amor. Eye contact, señore. Because then, the status, then nunca, the status won't be fun. No, not fun. Mm. <laughs> That's seven years of bad sex. Bad sex. Julissa. What's your affirmation for the next decade for our community? My affirmation for our community in this next decade is to not be afraid to ever stand in our truth and to allow all the things that we were once told that weren't good, that weren't pretty, that weren't anything not who we are to be on the back burner. We leave it and take the new spirits and the new energy mm -hmm. and manifest that into our future. And just fucking be great and continue being who we are because, ah, yes. uh, we're so amazing. Perfect. Mm. And I want us to all embrace that and see it. And you, Selena? Like well, I definitely want to, for us all to remember those that came before us mm. that, you know, paved the way and not be, not be so scared of paving the way for people behind you. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So what I'm hoping is that we are able to continue to give to one another and to embrace each other's successes. Mm. Your success doesn't mean I'm any less successful and on and on. So I hope that we're able to do that as a community um, and living your truth. Please live in your truth. It goes to like what Julissa was saying. 
Let us all live in our truth, man. And for our Afro-Latinidad and our people, whatever you identify with, whether it's LGBT, whether it's Afro-Latin, Latinx, be proud. Yeah. Whether you want to say Dominican, whether you want to say, be proud. Embrace it and accept those around you. Sounds good to me. Y mucho, mucho. Y mucho, And I want our people to vote. Not yeah, for nothing. Yeah. Y'all better register to vote and vote. Yeah. Por favor. Mi gente, we por need favor. <laughs> mm. Good. That's good. That tastes like greatness. That's what we are. That's what we are. Ay. I love you guys. That's <laughs> nice. You too. <laughs> This show was produced by Netflix and Contodo in partnership with Futuro Studios. If you like what you heard, be sure to rate and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow at Contodo Netflix on Instagram and Twitter for all things Latin excellence on Netflix. Join me next week for a very honest conversation about machismo. I've been your host, Dasha Polanco. Hasta la próxima, mi gente.